Hello and welcome to Fence Land Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. I wanted to do a quick little podcast here because if you don't follow me on TikTok, you might not be aware that I've got a couple of different draft guides out at the moment. Um, so apologies if you've got your draft upcoming the next week or two, um, which I think the bulk of them will be in the, the two weekends leading into the um, the season proper. Um, yeah, you wouldn't know that I've got a couple of draft guides out at the moment. So last year, um, I did a draft guide cheat sheet, which was pretty much the top 200 rankings, had a handful of sleepers, handful of busts, um, which was really enjoyable to do. So I thought I'd try and take that to the next level, add in a bit more content, add in more sleepers, add in more busts, add in more, 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 um, and get that out in circulation, see what uh, see what everybody thought. Um, bit of feedback. A lot of people have loved it, which is great to hear. Um, a few people have said that it's a, a little bit of a harder price point than the than the cheat sheet because um, not everybody plays in paid leagues, which I completely understand. And to be honest, I, I, I didn't consider that initially. Um, so it is a little bit harder to... Um, to dip your hand into your, your pocket for 20, 25 bucks whenever you're playing in a in a league that is free to play. So I get that, absolutely get that, took that feedback on board, done a cheat sheet, which is um, back at the same price as what it was last year, which is the $11 mark. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd run through what you get with the two different ones. Um, and then... Obviously, I'll drop the the link in the description here as well. It's on the Etsy store. Um, so there's two different ones there. There's the full draft guide and there's the draft guide cheat sheet. So um, on the on the eleven dollar one, so the draft guide cheat sheet, you've got my top two hundred and four technically um, player rankings. Uh, so this is for category leagues. Uh, I haven't done one for points leagues because I'll be honest, I don't play in points leagues. So um, the, these are for category leagues. Um, the rankings are a combination of kind of eight and nine category. Um, so take that with a bit of a grain of salt, but, um, got the rankings on there. We've got, um, you get six sleepers and you've got eight busts. Um, so again, that's for the $11 price point. And then the full draft guide, which I did drop from 25 bucks to 20 bucks. Um, so you, again, you've got your top 200 rankings. You've got, um, Fantasy Basketball 101. So if you are new to, to Fantasy Basketball, it kind of gives you a bit of a rundown as to what it all is, as well as different draft strategies. So I've added in, there's probably about half a dozen different draft strategies that you can look at if you are um, playing in a category league. I've done a couple of pages on the different rookies that I think are going to be fantasy viable this year. Um, and then the sophomores that I think are going to take the next step up, as well as a couple that I... I'm not as convinced on. Um, so, um, bit of a spoiler alert. Um, Alperen Sengun, I absolutely loved last year, and I really do like him again this year. But I think that there are going to be people that are taking him in the fourth and fifth round, and I think that is a bit too rich for somebody who hasn't shown it yet. Um, yes, there are massive parallels between his rookie season and Jokic's rookie season. Yes, he's in a rebuilding team where um, where he is the guy. Um, he is going to be the center 
for their future, and he's going to be the undisputed centre for this season anyway. Um, but at his price point, I just don't know if I can justify it. So, um, But then on the flip side, I've got your likes of Keegan Murray and Jabari Smith, who are, I think should be higher on your draft board than, than they currently are. Um, I've got 20 sleepers in there as well. Um, I've got 12 busts, so players who I just do not think are – worthwhile getting at their current um, rankings and ADPs. I've got team breakdown. So what this looks like is I've got a – I've listed the uh, who I think is going to be in the starting five, which, um, to be fair, that's not super groundbreaking. I think a lot of people will have an idea of what the starting five is going to be. But then what I've also got is in every single team, I've added in a potential sleeper. I've added in a potential bust as well. So not your out-and-out sleepers, or some of them are out-and-out sleepers, um, but what these ones more so relate to are players who I expected that are going to outperform their ADP, um, even if it is just slightly, or players who are maybe going as a late third round when they should be an early third round, these sort of guys. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I've got potential bust. So players who I'm fading quite badly. Um, scanning through it here, you've got like DeAndre Hunter. You've got Gordon Haywood, obviously Lonzo Ball, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Isaiah Stewart, those sort of guys. Guys who I... They're probably some of the more popular names and probably the more recognizable names. They're just ones that I'm not super convinced that are going to hit their ADPs this year, which is why I consider them as busts. Um, if they don't hit their ADP, if they hit their ADP, great. If they hit higher than their ADP, um, they finish in their rankings higher than where you drafted them, that's a sleeper. Um, if they don't and you draft them at 80 and they only finish in the um, 100, 110 in the overall rankings, that would be considered a bust. So the potential busts that I've got there are guys that I'm fading because I'm not convinced that they're going to hit their rankings or, or, or where they are being drafted in a lot of leagues. Um, I've put in the schedule as well. That's something that is not as widely used as people should be using it for. In every single league that you're in, you will know in advance when the playoffs start, what weeks the playoffs start. And what you need to do is, if you're confident in your fantasy basketball ability, which I am, um, and I go into every single draft, even before I know the pick, thinking that I'm going to play playoffs, thinking that I'm going to be in the in the playoff um, run and, and go deep into the playoffs. So what I'm looking at is what schedule, what players have the best schedule come playoffs. There is last year, there were a bunch of teams that had two games in the first week and it absolutely annihilated or absolutely destroyed, I should say, a lot of teams um, because they just didn't have their best players come the um, come the finals. So again, depending on your depending on how your team or how your league is broken down, you've got a bunch of teams that have got so Week say eighteen and nineteen, you've got Chicago who play nine games over that two week span, and if you compare that to, let's say, the Detroit Pistons, they play six. So 
that's something that you really do need to take into consideration whenever you are drafting players because that makes a massive difference. Um, even if you're comparing, say, um, well, they're, <clears throat> they're both... Chicago's a good team, Detroit's not a good team, but if you're comparing, say, well, if you're comparing, say, Washington to Detroit, and then you're looking at between, say, Sadiq Bay and, um, and Kyle Kuzma, both are going to be scoring, um, dominant players with okay percentages, multiple triples, decent rebounds, um, maybe a steal, maybe a block, um, but Washington played two more games over that two-week period. To me, it's a no-brainer that you're going to take Kyle Kuzma in that situation because if that's where, assuming that that's where your playoffs sit, um, you're going to get two extra games out of somebody rather than having to stream them. And I hope that makes sense. But that's the reason why the schedule is really important. Um, adding to that, I've got stats that you can chase late. So you can't chase every single category late. Some, uh, A lot of... Drafts are really skewed towards, say, point guards and getting assists early and steals early. Um, some are, well, blocks are also really hard to get and you struggle to get those off the waivers. Um, the What I've got here, and I've realized I've just put a typo in here, but um, points, boards, and then specialists in blocks, you can get late. Um, again, you can't get, can't get percentages late because they're they're going to be low volume and they're not going to really make a difference but um i've got players listed who should go in the back end of your draft who are going to be able to contribute in those areas um so if you do miss out on a rudy gobert early on then you you should be able to chase somebody like a you know daniel gafford chris boucher on yoko Kongwu, those sort of guys later in your draft to to make up that gap a little bit um assists and turnovers this is probably more important in nine category or points leagues where um, turnovers actually do matter. Um, turnovers are quite often seen as a tanking category and they don't need to be. So there are guys in your early rounds and there are guys in your mid to late rounds who will contribute really well on the assists side as well as not tanking you hard in the turnover side. So if we look at your Chris Pauls, we look at your DeJounte Murray, your Darius Garland's, um, in your early rounds. There's more on them. I'm not going to give you the whole list, obviously. Um, then your mid to late rounds. You've got Spencer Dinwiddie. You've got Kyle Lowry. You've got um, Tyus Jones. You've got Mike Conley, D'Lo, those sort of guys. Um, guys that, as I said, will be able to help contribute in those areas without tanking those areas. Um, and then the, the last one here is I've, I've taken a look at the deflections and how they relate to steals based on last year. So there's, there was some quite notable overperformers in areas. So I expect a, a regression to the mean when it comes to their steals. Um, but there is some quite notable underperformers as well. So again, regressing to the mean players who, had low deflection, sorry, low deflections and high, um, and high steals. I would say that those steals would would regress to the mean and, and go down. And then on the opposite side, there are players with high deflections and lower steals in comparison, 
um, that their steel should go up. So to give you an example for each, um, overperformers whenever it comes to deflections, oh, sorry, steals to deflections, Donovan Mitchell had 2.4 deflections to 1.5 steals. I think that that is going to regress, and I think his steel numbers, steals numbers go back to about a 1.1, 1.2. And then in the underperforming side, um, someone like TJ McConnell. And again, I, I know that he was limited, um, but he only had a 1.1 um, steals per game. And I think that, that based on what his deflections were and based on what the um, it, every, the top kind of 50 players were running at a uh, 0.53, which means, which is roughly two steals, sorry, two deflections to one steal. And based on that, TJ McConnell should be around about 1.5. So, um, so yeah, a little bit of extra info there, um, to help whenever it comes to, to, to drafting guys. Um, so yeah, I, to, to recap, you've got the draft guide cheat sheet, which has got your, your rankings. Um, it's got half a dozen, um, sleepers. It's got about eight busts. And then the full draft guide, which is $20. You've got your top 200 rankings. You've got 20 sleepers. You've got 12 busts. Fantasy 101, draft strategies, rookies, sophomores, team breakdowns with a player that I like and a player that I'm fading for every single team. You've got the schedule so you can map out what your fantasy playoffs are going to look like even before you draft and get ahead of the curb. Stats that you can chase late in drafts, assists and turnovers and why it can actually be a strategy as opposed to a punching um, category and then deflections as well. So Link is in the bio. Have a bit of a have a bit of a download. Hope you guys like it. Happy to uh, every single year. I want to create these and make them more and more relevant for um, for you guys, the listeners. So um, keen to get your feedback. Keen to hear what your thoughts are. Um, and yeah, I'll be talking about some sleepers and some bus on the next podcast. Um, so until then, don't forget to rate and subscribe.